now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Okay, so here's how I got out of bed. Hey, guys, Yolanda, Dryer Buzz. Let me tell you. In fact, I don't have to tell you what a weird day yesterday was because if you follow these podcasts, you were probably looking like, where is yesterday? Where's today's episode? That's what you would have been asking yesterday because I just came in and sat down and got ready to record today's and yesterday's was still sitting there like, uh, do you want to publish this? And I'm like, wait, what? Because yesterday I was doing entirely too much. Yesterday's podcast, all I can remember is the title. I said what? Make your bed or it won't end well. And there, therein lies the perfect scenario. I didn't make the bed, meaning that I didn't finish. I didn't finish what I was. I didn't finish one thing because my mind was already racing off to the next thing. Cause, uh, there's two podcasts that I do. This one being first thoughts of the morning, unscripted frog in my throat. Here's how I got out of bed, right? And then I go on, um, and this is the crazy part. Yesterday, I went on immediately after this one and did the second podcast, which is just kind of a talk that I do over on Twitter. And I'm sitting there like, oh, wow, I got extra time. Let me go ahead and do it. I didn't have extra time. I didn't finish the first thing. That's why I was like, how is it that I'm able to go go ahead and start this podcast in the 8 o'clock hour because you didn't do what you're supposed to do uh, publish the last podcast, p- um, post it. You didn't post you, I didn't promote it. I didn't do any of that. That's how I had an extra hour. And that's why my day was off the entire day because I was doing too much. And I, let me tell you, I stayed up Monday. I stayed on task Monday. So on Tuesday I could just chill and relax. Did I chill and relax yesterday? Not at all. In fact, I went into the deepest sunken place of success <laughs> because it was all, I, I had so many problems yesterday, but they were all good problems. They were all problems that I invented, reinvented, brought up, d- dug a hole for myself. It's like, why are you even dealing with this right now? You know, it's that thing. It's one of the reasons that I am truly not happy. Notice I didn't say unhappy, but it's one of the reasons that I'm truly not happy. If you haven't, uh, a friend of mine bought me a book a while ago called, um, happy women, something. And it is a link to go and take this happy woman test online. And I took the test and there were pretty much two areas for which, um, beholden to my happiness. And one of those is absolutely savor. I had a really great weekend, had a really great sale. I had a really great accomplishment. Um, really amazing support. I'm sorry. That was, that was not me getting choked up, but that was me choking. Um, and really great support and family is always, you know, is encouraging and like, Hey, let's help mom do this. Let's get this done. Um, my daughter came by for lunch. She took all the packages for me, dropped those at the post office. All I was really supposed to do yesterday was lay on the sofa and watch my shows. Just chill out. But no, I had a soap. And imagine if I had to save that soap from yesterday and cut it today. I brushed it yesterday. It didn't come out as well as I thought. But again, it was a promotional soap, meaning it was new technique. I learned it. I did well in it. Um, but just again, not taking my time, not following my intuition, not uh, just not pausing, you know, letting it rest and doing all these things, just rushing it. It's like, listen, you did all of this stuff so that you could just chill on Tuesday. And I did not do that. I was worried about this I was I had so many windows open on my computer and on my phone trying to make some decisions that don't even need to be made right now those are decisions don't even need to be made until next week why are we stressing about that now now to 
today being Wednesday, and Wednesday is full-on content day. I've got this podcast, I've got the Twitter talk, I've got the broadcast, Leading Women, Leading Women weekly broadcast today. Um, there's also some memorial stuff going on in the city, and I decided I'm, I'm retired from blogging, so I'm not going to go down and try and, and live, although I would love to have those photos, but then again, like, why? You know, it's like there's so many necessary and unnecessary things, and there's so many things that we need to prioritize, but getting ahead of ourselves or not making our bed, yeah, it won't end well. It won't end well, because I now, when I go and finish this one, uh, about four and a half minutes already into it, I now have to share this one and I have to share two. And then what people, what's the people going to ask? You did two podcasts. Oh, what happened to yesterday's podcast? You know, um, and, and I did have some inquiries and I'm like, wait, what are they talking about? You know? And I'm like, Oh, the episodes over there. No, it's not. It's still sitting asking on this platform. I log back in to do this one. It's like, you want to publish this one? <laughs> if you don't make your bed, it won't end well. It won't, it won't end well. And that don't mean, you decide on the it. I just literally mean the day won't end well. Like when I went to bed yesterday, you know, the bed was made. And I think, you know what, I, I think I even stopped because I didn't make it up as well as I could have. So I, I remember even correcting the bed. And I need to go back and probably correct the bed because I'm, I'm up a little bit early. But again, I decided like yesterday, you know, I'm up, go ahead and start the day. Um, but I'm glad that, I was able to work through yesterday and say, hey, listen, these are some good problems to have. They, they, all the decisions that I was trying to make, nothing was of urgency. Uh, and as a matter of fact, by saying, let me wait, I'm in a better position today. More money came in. I'm in a better position today to make better decisions. You know, and that's what we talked about yesterday. It's like everything that we're out here doing, this whole living life thing, living daily, is about trying to get to a point where we can really make the choices we want to make. And so sometimes, you know, you got to make um, lesser choices. Sometimes you get a better choice, more choices, and all those different things. Um, and before I came on, before I got out of bed, I was, of course, looking at my timeline. I jumped in a couple conversations. And because of my history of blogging, I usually will put out a couple of things to start a couple of debates and not mean like malice debates, but let's, let's just start having some dialogue. I'll, I'll start some dialogue. I'll put, I'll post a couple of dialogue pieces, which will get com com comments, um, well throughout the day. And I was thinking yesterday, I was sitting here just thinking about our school systems and I'm so ready for scholars to take back over <laughs> of our universe. Um, and if they don't, I'm ready to go where they are. Uh, cause that's where I, I, I just love, being around people who their decisions are based on facts, actual data, or even, even good hypothesis. Like, like I'm, I'm saying this, but now I want to go about proving it. And that's kind of what I did today. I posted about, uh, I don't understand why, why our, our kids are being given different, different starting points when it comes to the redesigning of education and school system, how education is going to be delivered, this online learning, homeschooling, when, when homeschooling has always appeared to be better, it, uh, the kids who homeschool go further, they, uh, they access more of a, a global perspective, you know, even though they're homeschooling, um, they, they learn according, their, their curriculum is designed according to their learning as opposed to their learning designed according to the curriculum and how in, in structure that doesn't bend itself. Um, so now, uh, at least for the first nine weeks here in, in where in Georgia, um, uh, for the majority of the school systems are not going back for, they, they said, okay, go another nine weeks. 
I don't know why they haven't said the whole next five. I don't know why we aren't doing this stuff for five years. Like, okay, we're at 2020. Here's where we should have been as human race. Here's where we should have been as different, uh, the different enclaves or, or identities that we have and say, Hey, listen, you know, here's a five-year plan. I don't know why we didn't have a five-year plan. I don't know why we got to this point and there weren't, there weren't any kind of redesigning in our world. I don't know why. I know there was for me because it started 20 years ago. Cause I was like, Hey, listen, here's where I need to be at 2020. And here's where I, I, I'm on my 2025. Here's where I need to be at 2025. Okay. And, uh, and I'm putting those things I'm implementing. Uh Oh, you know what I was supposed to put on that's, oh, that's the first. Let me see if that was my first battery one of y'all. Let me check. See, okay, that was the first. We got about 20, 20% on this. So I think we can get this. We're, we're already at uh, 8.45 in. So, you know, I'm just saying, I just, I'm, I'm so taken aback. And I remember saying yesterday I was going to tweet our mayor, but I think she got a lot going on. Because we, Atlanta came into the year 2020 just unprepared. And uh, and so we're here. We're here. We're here. And I understand that. But I'm a person saying, okay, we're here. But here's how we get. I'm not even saying how do we get to the next. I'm like, here's how. I went, When people ask you, what do you bring to the table? I brought the table. Knock on wood. And, and part of it is, I don't know. <laughs> you know, um, but we're here and I'm saying, well, here's how we get, I'm not even that person saying what's going on. You know, you got those people, what's going on? We got, that's everybody's like, what's going on? Uh, we're here. Uh, we're here where we knew we'd end up one day. We knew I live in a community. We had a virus drill. We had a drill in case a virus happened. I mean, literally we had a drill. We had a drill. They had us drive through. They said, any and all, any and all available, participate in this drill. You're going to drive. They set up this uh, encampment at the mall. It says, if ever we had to do medicine dosages, vaccines, or information, this is how this community will deal with apocalypse. <laughs> okay? Uh, if you don't have your, your access to the bunker and all that kind of stuff, you know, I'm like, Here's, here's how, and if you live in this neighborhood, here's how you would hear your, your access points of this, that, and the other, right? That's why you got to be careful and choose where you live. You got to be careful, choose where you live. I know everybody's trying to tell you how to vote. It's more than how you vote. It's, it's, you got to go back. You got to figure, don't just give people your vote. Keep up with them. And unfortunately, uh, the people who conducted all the drills, um, they were, many of them weren't reelected. Let me just say that, okay? Now we're here. Um, and now we're up, now everybody's up for re-election again, and we just haven't seen these things. So you got to be mindful. I mean, if you look at uh, Dr. Fauci, you know, and, and how he's having to advise this particular administration that listens not, that does science not, that does facts not, you know, all of these knots we are beholden to. And uh, so you got to make sure that you have other outlets so which you can get your information, whether other lenses that you are doing. Because if you don't make your bed, it won't end well. And and I'm just saying. And part two, let's just go ahead and make this a part two because I got to go back because if sitting here knowing that I, when I walked away and I looked back, I'm like, oh, I need to fix that. And I'm like, oh, now I'm already going to start this. Well, it, it's not going to end well because now I have to go back. I have to go back and I have to do it again. I have to go back and I have to fix this and finish that and so forth, you know. Um, 
what else did we have to talk about? I mean, that's kind of how I got to, I can reiterate some things I talked about. Well, what did I learn about yesterday? Again, um, because of, because of doing how to get out of bed and realizing and really formulating, finding a formula for how I can have a good day. One of those things is, is to always stop and examine when I am truly frustrated. And I was so truly frustrated yesterday and I, I asked myself, wait, why, you know, it, I noticed the behavior that I had, the stubbornness, like when I first cut that soap, I'm like, oh, this is not ready. It's not right. And I even, I was doing a lot and I ended the broadcast, but I kept going back and I kept messing with it and I kept messing with it and, I, and it didn't end well. And now instead of having all of the bars, I only have a certain amount of bars and I got to remake it because it did turn out very well. But then, and I'm sitting there dwelling on, damn, now I got to remake this. Okay. Well, you, first of all, you got to wait for the, um, for the fragrance to get here. Guess what? That ain't coming today. So why are we stressing over this today? We're not stressing over it. Just that we're stressing over the fact because I have a behavior. I have a behavior where I go against all that I know. And that's not going to end well. <laughs> it's not going to end well. If particularly in this industry that I'm going in, you've got to be obedient. You've got to become obedient with this because it is a science it demands um straight not um restrictive it's restrictive it's not it's gorgeous it's flexible um it's not flexible that's the thing about it it's no matter what you do you can there's a level of it that it's exploratory but you still, the science is what it is. You know, the calculations have got to be right. Um, the formula is the formula. Yes, it will, it will sustain, um, some additions, some additives, some colors and all of that, but still it comes down to the basic. And if you are not obedient to that, it won't end well. I am facing this point in my life where I got to do things that end very well. I no longer have that play area. I no longer have that safety net at this point And at this age, you should have learned yourself, but there were, there, I, I, everything before now I could conform to me. I didn't have to conform to it. I'm just not that person understanding that I am not that person. Cause I have people in my ear all the time. You should conform. You should just conform. You should conform. And I'm like, no, I don't have to. Well, with this, you know, and even with this, I don't have to I, I In fact, what I realized yesterday Okay, well, what did, what did you want out of it? And here's how you change that. And there was somebody else saying, hey, listen, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. With the way it is, nobody saw the error but me. <laughs> Everybody was like, what are you seeing? What are you looking at? It looks great. Right, but what they didn't have the opportunity to do was to touch it and to feel it. And I'm, and I'm saying, you don't understand. It shouldn't feel the way that it feels. The combination that I did of combining two different techniques, um, it doesn't feel right. And somebody said to me, it will in days, it will in days, you have to stop touching it. You have to leave it alone. And in a matter of days, yes, because you combine the two techniques, you now have to combine the rest of the process. You can't just combine it here and expect it to operate on one plane. You've got to follow the pattern all the way out. 
you the combination has to follow in every step has the combination has to be respected in every step it's almost like like uh okay the first example popping in my mind was interracial dating because i'm exposed to a lot of that on this new platform and you have to when you bring in the two things because basically in in soap making you're basically combining oil and water and there's an ingredient if you ever combine oil and water you know oil and water don't combine but there's a, a third ingredient in there that make that adheres it all to each other right and if there, and there are points in that process if the time is not respected it'll come apart Mine wasn't necessarily come apart, but if I wasn't, if I didn't leave it alone and let it finish doing what it does, it will come apart. I will end up those two, those two pieces that I have uniquely, uh, succinctly put together. They're, they're still trying to, they're still trying to gel. They're still trying to marry. They're still trying to do what they do on their own. And I'm interfering. I was interfering. I was interfering at every step. And had I just waited one more day, I can tell you, our faith is waiting one more. Had I just waited one more day, it would have been a different outcome today. But now I know. The thing, to this, the thing not to do is not to know. The thing not to do right now is not to learn. Because, like, and I know I'm that person, like, why does everything have to be a lesson? Because it is when we are not respectful to processes, you know. And I'm a person. The first thing I say I love about life or I love about work or the work that I want to do, I, I love the process more than I love people. I love and respect process. I love and respect it. But I was disrespectful to that process yesterday. So I didn't make the bed. It didn't end well. It didn't end well. And my daughter was like, what's the problem? And I'm like, because I have to, uh, a couple of the bars are not just not right. A couple of bars, but I do have half of it that I not half, less than half that I left it alone, and I'm going to revisit it today, and uh, and those will come, you know. I, I, but I did lose, I did lose some product because again, user error, stubbornness, uh, still learning myself through this process as well as learning the process, learning my behaviors and what and what needs to be corrected. What are my weak points? What are my strong points? And, and the good thing is I get to do it without having somebody in my ear like, man, how'd you mess that up? And I don't, I don't have that. Um, I was able to, in my, in sinking, I was able to stop and go into an amazing community that says, Hey, listen, it happens. It happens to all of us. Uh, it's just has happened to you cause you've just gotten to this point. Others have been there. Here's what we did. Here's how we came out of it. But you have to be obedient. You have to have patience. You've got to follow the rules, there are rules to this. Doesn't mean you're conforming because you can either decide, hey, I'm just not going to do this one. I'm going to, here's, here's what I'm strong at. I'll just do that because that's what it boils down to. But then it's within yourself. It's like, hey, you want to be told that you can't do something? You want to be told that, well, you just can't do that because it's absolutely gorgeous. And I want that in my offering. I have to conform. Not, I don't really have to conform. I hate that word. But I just have to learn this lesson, and the lesson is got to be a little bit more patient. I can be patient. I can be a little bit more patient. But then somebody also said, well, hey, if you want it that fast, here's how you get it that fast. Here's what you have to do. And then that involved the rest of me spending the rest of the day uh, reading, researching, and reviewing. You cannot avoid that part. And, uh, and so that's what I did. I actually, because I need, I, I'm having to have things uh, at a faster speed because of the demand is growing. And so therefore 
uh, I did my research, uh, recommended research, and I learned that if I'm going to combine those two techniques of using additives, um, I have to do them at a certain level, a certain time, or certain heat, a certain speed, a certain patience, a certain, you know, got to be obedient, all of those things. The blessing in it is I'm excited because I had, I had that kind of network. You know how they say your network is your net worth. Uh, I had that kind of network and I had those encouraging voices and the wisdom. I had a place to tap into the wisdom. That's what we got to make sure. That's how you get out of bed. Because if I didn't do that, if I didn't desire to know what went wrong, and if I just wallowed in the fact that it was something wrong, and if I just took that as a hit and a failure, I wouldn't have got out of bed today. I would have been like, oh, I need to stop doing this. I need to throw away all of this stuff. I can't believe. And I really was like, look, I just need to trash this. But I, I did that already once this week. Uh, last week, as a matter of fact, I made a bar and it, it, I didn't actually trash it. I put it into, uh, everybody has a pile of, in fact, here's the, here's the exciting part about it. Everybody has a pile of things where something went wrong. Like it's just like a growing pile when you're trying. Cause you, cause you, you can't be an expert from the jump, right? You've got to try it and try it and try it till you get better. So luckily for me, somebody and thank you universe, but somebody in the, in the group that I'm in posted, Hey, everybody post a fail soap, <laughs> post your failure. And so I'm going down the list. And I'm like, oh, I got one of those. I got one of those. I got one of those. So I went and took a picture of my basket because we all have this basket. But the beauty in the basket of fail failure is here's how to read what you do with that. And a number of people, what they do is they shred it up. They shred up things that didn't go as well because it's still it's it's just not pretty enough to take to market. But it still is by the formula by design. It still works. It still cleans right. But what people do is there's another beauty of a thing uh, in sculpting, in the sculpting of a thing. You ever look at, um, there's there's so much art out there that's built out of waste. Uh, I remember growing up learning about the tower, the Watts Towers, you know. When you say Watts Towers, you would think, uh, and I think that, I think I had the name right. It was basically this, this uh, thing that people didn't want in their community but it became notorious for the community because it was where this artist, this guy took all the scrap, this, that, and the other. And he built one tower after another I think It ended up at three. I just remember it being in one of our either social studies or history books, or not even history, but maybe social study books or whatever when we were growing up as kids. And I think recently I saw, uh, there was a documentary and it was included in, um, all these odd things that, people that became landmarks uh, something like that I think making our world some kind of documentary and then I remember that and it took me back to my childhood of learning about that because you know when we were kids it's like the west coast when I was a child the west coast was well far away it was a whole other world and so forth and then I remember when I finally took you know the first California trip and everybody wants to know you first thing you ask for where's Watts and where's the Watts Tower especially for colored girls it's like you gotta get to Watts right um and, and then to see the Watts Tower, and I know that they have been, you know, every generation comes along, okay, how do we get rid of that, and how do we keep that? It's a, it's a major fight. But uh, there's so much that comes out of waste, and if you're on uh, TikTok, and we're about 23 and a half into this, um, there are a lot of artists on there, and there's this one, there's a couple of styles of art that 
people are doing right now. One is where they put the canvas on a drill and they just kind of drop paint on there and they spin it around and with all this paint goes flying everywhere. But then, you know, there's this beauty on this canvas and I'm like, well, damn, what about all the paint that just went flying everywhere? And then there's another one where they put all this paint in a bucket and then they, the bucket has holes in it and then they just swing the bucket around and it makes this amazing design on the canvas. But then I'm still like, well, what about all the paint that's like going everywhere? How come they haven't figured out like, like how to hold, how to keep that, right? And, uh, and even in the, uh, when, what is the one where they're doing the clay, you know, and I'm looking at these artists and even while, even before I started making stuff and looking in, I'm like, man, there is, there just seems to be any, anytime you're watching an artist, if you watch, ever watch an artist paint, you always think there's a point at which they they could stop. Like they, man, they could just stop right there. I love it like that. And what do they do? They just keep going and they just keep going and they just keep going. And yet we are all satisfied with it. I hope this is the point I was trying to make. We were all satisfied with it at varying points and never really was it at the point of the creator, <laughs> right? We're all satisfied at very varying levels. Like somebody will see the bed that I just made and go like, oh, you made your bed and be satisfied with it. And I'm thinking now, man, I can't wait to push the stop button and go back down that hall and fix that bed because I know how I want to feel every time I walk into my room throughout the day. I don't want to feel like I rushed something, so I'm going to go back, right? I'm going to also go in there and check and see if the soap is different uh, uh, 24 hours later. And, and should I go ahead and cut the other two pieces? Because I have to, there's a point where in which I have to cut it because of the two techniques coming together. One could, while one is still too soft, the other might, could possibly get too hard. And then I, then I have a problem on the other side of the extreme. So I'm waiting and I'm learning when is the exact point that this particular technique, because I have to write that down in my records so that when I do make that, because I know the minute I post it, because I've already posted it and people are loving it, but I haven't put, I haven't added it to the marketplace yet because I, I want to make the second batch because I didn't get all the bars out of the first batch because I was learning and to be okay with myself. It's like, girl, that was your first time. That was your first time doing that. It's okay that there are some flaws. There are some flaws. But then on the other side of me, it's like, well, there really shouldn't have been any flaws because when you were making it, you said to yourself, oh, you should have done this. You said to yourself when you got ready, oh, when you took it out, oh, that's, that's not quite ready. That needs to air. This side needs to air a little bit, right? Because it was, and that's the part that was uh, in the container. And you didn't stop. You didn't stop all of those things. But you have to, I've got to get to that point where I trust my decisions. I trust my, I trust my own wisdom because what I've done for the past 20 years, I've given so many entrepreneurs and businesses and all this stuff, all this wisdom. And now I wrote the book. Now I am having to apply that to myself. And I'm pretty sure every artist and every creative can agree. Yeah, we all do that. <laughs> Because it's easier looking outwardly than looking inwardly, y'all. It's easier looking outwardly than looking inwardly. And if you don't do those things, and I've said it on a number of these uh, as we get ready to wrap up here. If you don't do those things, it won't end well. The it is whatever you're working on, whatever decisions that you are making. Uh, and I always tell you, hey, wait a day. Faith is waiting one more day. 
things are more clearer, sleep on it, you know, be patient, find some patience, find something else. To, I had to find something else to do to leave that soap alone. Man, I kept going back to that soap. I'm like, why? Why did, we, why did this happen? And I'm like, leave it alone. Leave it alone. And I finally left it alone, which means I had to go in and cook dinner and, and, and watch my shows and do some other things. I'm going to get ready to leave you guys alone because I have got to do one more talk. Then I've got to walk the dog and then I've got to get ready for our afternoon broadcast. It's called leading women weekly where even some of the stuff that I've talked, I've talked about now I'm going to have to go later on this afternoon and apply it to women. And actually we, we are going to be talking about, um, how there's so many opportunities right now as we are looking for someone to come along and redesign and redesign our life. And so we're going to really do an assessment of where women are in this digital demand, in this digital demand. When I started 20 years ago, um, going into this digital space or even prior to that, it wasn't thought of as I'm doing this as a woman for women and us and all that kind of thing. It, it, in fact, I remember being uh, on a panel and it was all digital. They couldn't see us. It was like, it was like when chat rooms first started and we had been asked to, uh, I had been asked to participate um, on a very large, on AOL and they were, um, there was a, there was a community on AOL that was take, trying to take technology into education, believe it or not. And they were doing a demonstration in the classroom to show what the future of education could look like if you did it virtually. But now we're hearing it and ain't nobody really, it, it's crazy. So, but some time ago, year, decades ago, I was participating, asked to be on a panel to demonstrate, um, Vert the virtual to demonstrate the virtual world, and we were represented, you know, by our avatars. We didn't even you didn't even have a photo. It was like your screen name or whatever. Which screen names? Because we didn't even have avatars. There was no picture. But I guess in the introduction of me being on the panel, I guess somebody said I was uh, I was a woman, and I guess everybody else were men. And I had not even thought of ginger had ginger had even gender because I'm making ginger soap. But gender hadn't come into play in that in that sense yet. Um, and it came into play where somebody asked a question, and of course the question appeared on my screen because we're all just basically chatting, texting. Um, one of the female students asked me, how did it feel to be a woman in, you know, another male dominated and I, and that's when it hit me. It's like, Oh wait, I, I got to represent us. I, I got to wait. I got to represent it. I'm looking around like, who are you looking around at? It was virtual. Um, I got to represent us out here. And, and I remember when she asked me that there were some other comments like that then started to, um, where others were chiming in and relating, but it, it changed my perspective. It changed my perspective that I needed to bring my gender along with me because there were those looking at this door. Apparently I'd, I had opened a door, broken the ceiling that to me didn't exist because and looking back, it did exist for many, but it was an opportunity. And I was like, I'm going for this opportunity. And yes, I had to, there was a lot of persuading those around me that I was going to do what I do because those around me had not yet seen it before. They had not seen somebody creating, crafting, and, and living in a virtual world, meaning that every, all of my friends, everybody that I knew, all of my life, my circle was entirely, absolutely entirely 
virtual with the exception of logging off and having to go to work or to interact with my family. I have lived this virtual life that we are trying to curate right now. I've lived it for some 30 years since the nineties. Uh, and even, and, and, and actually the onset of it started in the eighties, uh, at the invention of all this stuff or not even the invention of it because it had been around, but it, when it became time for us to use it as personal use and to, to, some of the stuff that I have to advocate for today, like I started my day advocating that to certain technology that hell just simple technology be available, made available to every student. How, why did I wake up today having to say, why is it that, why is it that in this country, our school systems are still marginal, marginalizing our children when it comes to uh, online learning, homeschooling, e-learning, whatever, whatever, however they want to call this. Why is it that, that these old school demographics of race and class and all these other isms and gender and all, why is that coming into play in 2020? It does not matter unless you are trying to disenfranchise or put people at a disadvantage. Every child in every school should have the ultimate tech package because if the school system were to go and bid on them and buy them, it would cost them a little of nothing, nothing. And I'm like, how is it that we as parents and as communities allow these people to sit on these boards and say to us that there is still a sector in our society that we must disenfranchise, that we must disadvantage. Don't tell me that somebody is disadvantaged. There is no such thing in 2020. There is no such thing that anybody needs to be marginalized. Now, I know we live in a country with a construct that needs to have the least of these. As they say, the poor will always be among us. Well, I'm sorry. If you are a student, there is a budget attached to you and you are not poor. It might, your budget might be a little bit less, but there is something obtainable at your level. Regardless of where you are, there is something obtainable and those who are trying to keep you from knowing about it need to be put away. They need to be, and if it's voted out, they need to be fired. Listen, there are so few obstacles to where life can be right now. So few obstacles and listening to somebody saying you can't have something. That's the first thing you need. Stop listening to them. Because there are no no's in 20, there are no no's. No, okay, there's one. You can't be running all around the place, but you don't have to. I've been out once this week, once this week. Yesterday, everything I need next week, I've placed the orders this week. And, And yesterday, the other day I needed something right then, it was obtainable to me. There are, for every no out there, there is somebody ready to do what needs to get done. You've got to, you've got to seek it. You've got to seek it. And guess what? You're going to find it. And then you got to replace it. You have got to replace it. I'm telling you, there are no no's. There are no no's. There are alternatives. Okay. 
Now, if you are, if you are, I, I want it this way kind of person. Like, you know, I was like, I wanted that soap, but it's like, look, no, you can't, there's, there's an alternative that for every, for every person telling, you no, there is an alternative. I put it that way because somebody is thinking, but I'm hearing no all the time, but there is an alternative and you might be saying no to the alternative. There's an alternative. There is an alternative. Okay. Because what you should be doing, if you are not satisfied with your school system, then you should be advocating that in this point, in this point, where we are right now, if we're going to do online learning, you should be able to pick a school system. But then they're going to be like, well, wait, the tax dollars and all that kind of stuff. They can figure it out. Okay, well, then send my money over there because I want to go over there. They've been arguing that forever. They've been arguing that forever. That's how all of them get elected. They get elected saying, okay, I'm going to go in there and make sure you get that choice. And then you don't get that choice, but they got that job. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the biggest argument. I think they used with school vouchers. Like people like, well, give me my voucher. Let me go pay for my school where I want my child educated, or my children educated, right? They've been fighting that now. You need to go go back in there and start talking about it. Well, give me my line. I, all that's on my line. I got I got X amount of kids in the school system. That's X amount of dollars. Give me my dollars. Let me go and take it over here and educate my kids over here. Or in fact, let me just go on and go outside the U.S. Because if we're gonna we're gonna do virtual, hell, virtual, you can be anywhere in the world. Now you're talking about a damn good education, okay? Beyond a country that has all kind of constructs to marginalize, to disadvantage and disenfranchise. But I'm not here to tell y'all that. I'm just saying if you don't make your bed, part two, if you don't make your bed, the day won't end well. Okay, I, put, I took out the it because I was like, that's too, that's too vague. Y'all be doing too much. If you don't make your bed, the day won't end well. I, I need you to want more at the beginning of your day so that you can have a great day. And let's not wait till the end of the day. Okay. Let's do that at the beginning of the day. And you know what? Everything that we do is uh, thankful for your support. And I got to say, it's been an amazing week of seeing and witnessing your support. For those of you that are going and subscribing at Dryer Buzz, for those of you that are shopping at Shop Dryer Buzz, for those of you that are liking and, and subscribing at our YouTube, thank you so much for, for that as well. Uh, there's amazing content, great archival content over on YouTube for what, when I say 20 years, well, YouTube ain't been 20 years. I think we're right at about 10 or 11 or 12 years on YouTube. Amazing content uh, over there. It's good, always good to go and look back and see what's um, resurfacing because things come up again and again. And then we've done some great kitchen episodes. People are right now, the lemonade is trending. I'm getting lots of inquiries about the lemonade. So I've got to go write recipe cards because everybody's like, oh, I've got the video. But is there a recipe card or is the instructions, are these instructions written down? I'm like, and you know what I don't want to say? I don't want to say no. So I've, I'm like, let me go and work on that. But I can't do it today because today is Wednesday and we have an amazing broadcast today. And I have a guest broadcast I'm going to be doing this evening in a celebration of another woman on a digital platform. So that's what we're going to be celebrating today. Uh, Dr. Shitachi Egru is coming on with us on Leading Women. And she's going to talk about launching her uh, digital channel. 
and I got to get ready to get out here for my battery cut off. Her, her digital channel, uh, Media Scope, is celebrating five years today. So I want to congratulate her on that. Five years consecutively, she's been on on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. She does news, tech, and pop culture. News, tech, and pop culture. Uh, a woman in the space. So we want to uh, help celebrate her. I'll be on her virtual party tonight. And I asked her to come on and give us an interview and talk with us. So y'all pray for me and hope that my internet does well so that we can have a great broadcast. I'm out here advocating for these students to get a hotspot. I need to go and find myself a hotspot. And I think I am going to actually do that today. I'm headed out to the office supply store because I need to do a little bit more organizing. Um, cause we had a, a really big ship date this week and uh, and so I want to get organized for that I'll tell you tomorrow good lord willing the quick don't rise how I got out of bed but today make your bed if you don't today won't end well go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on twitter instagram and facebook it's all about the buzz